Good morning. It's Drinda, the Honest Reviewer, coming to you from Wood Library in beautiful downtown Canandaigua. The podcast today is about thrillers. The thriller is a genre of fiction with numerous over, often overlapping genres, including crime, horror, and detective fiction. If queried, I'd have to say that this is my favorite type of book to read. The problem is there are so many authors of thrillers, it's hard to choose which ones to feature. I have a long list of recommendations for you today, but it is no, by no means a complete list. Some write standalones, while others write a series with one dominant character in each. These should be read in order, but I have said in the past, any author worth their salt gets you caught up on character and location within the first chapter or two. I compiled a list of authors I have read and enjoyed in the genre, but don't quite know how to cover them all without this podcasting just sounding like a list of authors and titles. I'm going to start with Harlan Coben because the ones I have read are all standalones, although he does have a series with a character named Myron Bolitar. My favorite is Six Years, which explores the dangers of love and obsession over a six-year period. All of his books are good and suspenseful, but for some reason, this one stands out for me. There are a lot of good imports that I have read, among them Swedish Stieg Larsson, now deceased, the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo series, which was taken over by David Lagerkrantz, the Norwegian Joe Desmo, with his Harry Hole series, and Swedish Camilla Lackberg, a series, series featuring Detective Petrik Hedstrom, which takes place in the village of Falbaka. She also writes standalones. Some of the thrillers I have enjoyed are not for the faint of heart. I sometimes describe them to patrons as gritty. The Dragon's Tattoo series would qualify for that tag, as well as a series by Chelsea Kane, a riveting selection. Her characters are Archie Sheridan and Gretchen Lovell, he the detective and she the criminal. There are six in this series and are unput downable. As the series progresses, it becomes a classy case of Stockholm Syndrome. Okay, enough said. I have mentioned Ella Fair Burke in at least one other podcast as the daughter of author James Lee Burke and collaborator with Mary Higgins Clark. She has written three series on her own, most of which I have read. She's a solid and engaging author. In my estimation, Greg Isles is an outstanding author. He has published 17 novels, seven of which qualify as a series. If you decide to start with those, it is imperative you read them in order. Hailing from Mississippi, his novels are all set in the South. The aforementioned series features Penn Cage, who is a prosecutor. At the risk of sounding biased, the themes of his thr thrillers all have the elements of a prejudicial and often violent American South. The books are long, but riveting. Karen Slaughter has been writing thrillers for many years, but her recent series highlighting Detective Will Trent has been made into a weekly TV series. I both read all 11 books and watched the show. A new author on the scene is T.J. Newman, a former flight attendant turned author. Her two books, which I have read, are Falling and Drowning, themed around thrilling airplane experiences. Tammy Hogue has been on the scene for many years, writing six series and many standalones. I won't list the books in her series, but you can explore her titles on your own. I know I have read many of them, but have lost track in recent years. 
Her books are engaging and suspenseful. <clears throat> J.T. Ellison, an author recommended by my voracious reader daughter, has written three series, all of which I think I have read. Her latest, It's One of Us, a standalone, is based on a fascinating premise of the legalities, or may I say, the illegalities of sperm donation. She has also collaborated with Catherine Coulter, a long-standing writer of thrillers. Ruth Ware, Ruth Ware has written eight thrillers, the first of which is In a Dark, Dark Wood, a deep psychological thriller written in 2015. It spent many weeks on the New York Times bestseller list and is going to be made into a movie. I've read all of her books, including her newest, Zero Days. Like so many authors I've read, some are better than others, but all have been very popular. My friend in California first mentioned Sherry Lapina several years ago. I'm pretty sure I've read all but her latest, Everyone Here is Lying. I currently have it on hold, but haven't received it yet. She has written a total of eight standalone books, all of which I could recommend for your reading pleasure. Ah, a short postscript. I just finished and enjoyed her newest, finishing in just two days. Mary Kubica is another author my daughter suggested I read. She has written eight or ten thrillers described as twisty. Not sure I've read all of them, but I always give it my best. After COVID, staff at Wood Library was shelving the books as we no longer had teenage pages doing that. The best part of that was the authors and titles I discovered on my own while putting books away. One memorable author I discovered was Alison Brennan, who has written at least 15 thrillers, many part of the seven series she has to her credit. She does, however, have a few standalone titles. While on break this afternoon, I looked at the new books, which I do routinely, and picked up a thriller by Megan Miranda, whom I have read before. The newest is called The Only Survivor, which sounded intriguing from the blurb on the dust cover. I think she has about 15 books so far, none of which are part of a series. Can't wait to read her latest. At the risk of boring my audience, I think I will draw this podcast to a close. There are too many good thriller authors to mention without it just becoming a list. We at Wood Library would love to hook you up with one of the aforementioned authors or others in our collection. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and will like and subscribe to my channel.